Henry Cejudo versus Marlon Moraes. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FightJunkie2006. Henry Cejudo, 14 wins, 2 losses. Of his 14 wins, 6 by KO, TKO, 8 by decision. It's 2 losses, 1 by KO, 1 by decision. Marlon Moraes, 22 wins, 5 losses. Of those 22 wins, 10 are by KO, TKO, 6 by sub, 6 by decision. Of his 5 losses, 2 by KO, TKO, 2 by sub, 1 by decision. Currently, the odds sit with Morais, a minus 135 favorite. Cejudo comes in at plus 115. We'll go, won't go, five full rounds. We'll go plus 140. Won't go, minus 170. Fight is a draw, 75 to 1. Cejudo wins inside, plus 321. Morais wins inside, plus 137. Morais wins by decision, plus 440. Cejudo wins by decision, plus 260. The first thing to note is the lines are a bit different than when they open. Marlon opened as a minus 180 favorite with Cejudo coming back at 150. Now Cejudo is the 125 pound champ, but he's moving up to 135 to fight for the title. You got to give him a lot of props for that. And that's big in my opinion. Especially when you're talking with these lower weight guys, like a lot of people who haven't fought, who haven't sparred, who don't understand weight distribution and how much bigger they are on fight night, think 10 pounds is nothing. 10 pounds is a lot. And in my opinion, when you have an even skill set, even matchup, when they match up well, sometimes that weight difference is the deciding factor. And that could be the case here. Obviously, Cejudo is coming off two big wins. The win over Mighty Mouse and the win over TJ the Cheat Dillashaw. The win over uh, Mighty Mouse was a good win. I personally thought Mighty Mouse won the fight by one point. But can't argue with Cejudo getting the win. It was a very close fight. Very good fight. Cejudo has improved a lot, especially in his striking I know when I said that prior to the fight, a lot of people gave me flack about it, but he has, his striking has really come along, he's no longer just a wrestler, obviously his wrestling is off the hook, it's Olympic level, it's, um, most people are not going to be able to defend those takedowns, including Mighty Mouse, and it was a big win coming back from a one round defeat at the hands of Mighty Mouse, so he really improved a lot during that time. The loss to Joseph Benavides, I actually think Cejudo could have won that fight. So even though I think he could have lost the Mighty Mouse second fight, I think he could have won the Benavides fight. So say what you will about that. But he has improved overall. And obviously the one-round knockout of Dillashaw was awesome, especially considering that Dillashaw was hopped up on a bunch of shit going into that fight. It makes that victory even sweeter. Obviously, Marlon, he is well known within the MMA circles. I believe he's something like 17 and 1 in his last 18 fights. It's unbelievable. All those fights weren't in the UFC, but still, what he's done in the UFC, he's only lost one fight in the UFC. 
and that was a split decision that a lot of people thought he could have won against a Sun Sao, and he came back to beat a Sun Sao in a first round submission guillotine choke. So he's been on fire as well. There's a there's a lot to this kid that people like. And when you factor in the weight, I can understand why Cejudo is the underdog. As crazy as that sound, being the, the 125-pound champ, knocking out Dillashaw in one round and beating Mighty Mouse in a five-round decision where he showcased a lot of skills in that fight. It's not just about him getting a close split decision. He showcased a lot of skills, a lot of improvement in that fight. Yet, when you look at it, Marlon is the favorite and a significant favorite when the line's open. It was the public that bet Cejudo down to uh, plus 115 where the current line is and Marlon down to 135 where the books had him almost pushing a two to one favorite like I said size matters sorry guys it does and this could be the deciding factor in my eyes because these are very well-rounded fighters extremely skilled fighters like I said they both can punch they both can grapple Obviously, Marlon is the better submission guy. That's not Cejudo's game, but Cejudo is the better wrestler. Striking, in in previous fights, you would have said, well, Marlon has a big advantage there as well, but Cejudo Cejudo has shown his striking has come leaps and bounds, and not only that, but he's bringing power. The problem is, is that going to translate at 135 pounds? Honestly, guys, That's my big issue here. We don't know how Henry is going to perform at 135 pounds against a proven entity like Marlon Moraes. That's the problem in this fight if you want to back Henry Cejudo. If you want to back him, you've only got the 125 to go off. It's a nice body of work. Even the Demetrius Johnson close fight that you could have went either way. Still, when you look at that fight and you break it down, there is a lot to like about Cejudo. And then the power he showed against Dillashaw, who was on a whole bunch of shit, guys. I mean, you've got to like the things that he's done. Even the loss, quote-unquote loss to Benavides, he was already showing improvement there. He's got other wins before Demetrius. He's got the TJ win after Demetrius. I mean, you got to give the guy props. He's improved. He he had a brutal loss of Mighty Mouse. He went back to the drawing board. He really worked on his weaknesses. He, he worked hard. He won the title. He defended the title. And now he's going up to 35 to try to take another title. You got to give the kid props. He wants to be great. The question is, is this a step too far? Is it a little bit too big of a move for him? He's not a gigantic guy, right? He stands around 5'4". Uh, Marlon's going to have a bit of a height and reach advantage there. He's roughly like 5'6"-ish, and he's the big guy. I mean, he's been fighting at 35. He's the bigger guy. Even though Cejudo looks like he could fight well at 35, we don't know. Even though Cejudo looks like he's going to bring his power up, if you've seen the, the pictures of what kind of shape he is in, I mean, it's stunning how much muscle is on that little guy. It truly is. Like, he is morphing himself into almost like a mini bodybuilder there. It's crazy. But you think looking at him and what he's done at 25, he'll be able to make the transition to 35. But he didn't get an easy pull here. He didn't get an easy task in Marlon. So if he's able to beat Marlon and if he's able to beat him impressively, 
I mean, kudos, because that is not an easy task. And everybody better give him his props because he didn't have to come up and do this. He didn't have to take this fight. He could have made uh, Marlon come down. He could have just defended at 25. There's a lot of talk. Is the division going away? What's going to happen? But, I mean, Henry could be a star with the way that he's been finishing people, with the way that he's showed his improvement and his skill set. He beat Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse left the UFC. So, I mean, you could build something around this kid. And the fact that he wants to go to 35 and challenge a guy like Marlon for the title is amazing, in my opinion. It's just, man, that's a tough ass, guys. It really is. I think... Marlon deserves to be the favorite based off that that weight issue being the solid guy at 35 and the competition that he's faced. Even if you go outside the UFC, throw that out of the way. The competition that he's faced currently at 35 and making Cejudo, you know, come up and prove that he can bring his punching power, that prove he can bring his Olympic level wrestling at 35, to prove he can bring his submission defense and a whole nother weight division against a solid, solid guy. So when you're looking at this fight, there's a lot to like on both sides. In my opinion, the deciding factor is the weight division, the weight class, and Henry being unproven there. If you like either guy, honestly, in a five-round fight, you're probably just going to look at the straight lines here because there's some question marks surrounding how is Henry going to perform at 35, is he going to bring that uh, that power and the striking and the wrestling? Is everything going to work? Is the stamina going to work? Is it going to hold up? How effective is it going to be against the bigger guy and Marlon? How is he going to be able to absorb the shots from Marlon? What happens if he takes Marlon down and they get into a grappling match? So I'm leaning more towards the under. You see that with a fight doesn't go to a decision at minus 170. That's another option if you're just unsure. The line was far better when it opened. It was minus 105. To me, that's kind of a no-brainer at that price because of the things that we're talking about. There is a potential that this thing goes south for somebody and it could happen quickly. And then obviously you're going to cash. If you're looking at one side or the other, that's the reason I think you probably play them straight. Because even if we're talking about Henry and we have these question marks and we're unsure, what if he brings that power up to 135? What if he brings that wrestling ability and can ragdoll Marlon and Marlon can't sub him? Like, can Marlon allow Henry to be on top of him for three, four rounds where he can't get up? Will Henry be able to ground and pound him out? So there's questions there, not just on the Henry side, on the Marlon side as well. And obviously, we already talked about what if Marlon's able to do these things to Henry and Henry's not used to that being done to him, especially against a bigger guy and a bigger weight division. So if you were able to get the fight, won't go. And it's five full rounds, too. So you get those two extra rounds. But if you were able to get it at minus 105, I think that's probably the better way to go. Because then you can sit back, let the fight play out how it's going to play out. And look and just watch, you know, everything that each guy does and see who's got the advantage and where. Because there are question marks around both guys, but mainly around Cejudo coming up. And see how he's able to do the things at 35 that he was at 25 and how effective those things are. Because sometimes you hit somebody at 25, they go to sleep. You hit somebody at 35 and they don't move. And that can be a big difference in the fight. And it can mess with your mind and it can alter your game plan. 
So if you got the minus 105, then obviously I think you probably go with that. Flight doesn't go to a decision. Minus 105 is a beautiful line for, in my opinion, that has a very high chance of not going to the scorecards. At 170, it's a little bit higher. It's still not crazy high, and I think it's still playable. If you go, well, Cejudo, if he does these things, if he's shown what he has at 25 or 35, then of course he's got a shot to finish the fight. And the same thing, if Marlon's able to do what he has been doing in his past 18 fights, then Henry could be in trouble at any stage of the game. And we don't know how Henry's going to react to fighting, you know, the big 135 pounder. So that's pretty much a no brainer, in my opinion. If that's not available or you don't want to lay the 170 price and you want to pick a side, then I think you probably look at the straight bet simply because of what I said. There's a lot of question marks on both sides, more on Henry's side, but there's question marks and there's unknowns here. And in my opinion, the fight could switch in a moment's notice and it could probably end in a moment's notice. I think it's too risky to assume that neither one of these guys is going to be able to get a finish. I just think that's too risky in a five-round fight with what they've shown throughout their careers and their skill set. Yeah, it's different. Like, Cejudo isn't necessarily going to go out and submit Marlon, but at the same time, he's brought some thunder with his punches. And obviously, Marlon's got a high percentage of knockouts, and you know he's a threat on the ground as well. And then when you throw in the, the difference in weight class and the the reach and height of Marlon, there's a lot of things that could equal to a stoppage in this fight. So I think if you like Cejudo, you're just going to go ahead and play him straight. Obviously, you should have got him early at the plus 150 line. That That's pretty nice line for a champion that's coming up and has beaten guys like um, Dillashaw and Mighty Mouse. And obviously, Marlon, well, you're getting a much, much better line now if you waited because he's only minus 135. I think either way you go, you can make an argument. I really do. I just think there's more question marks with Henry and you're kind of going out on a limb more if you're going to go with Cejudo. Because of those question marks, I like Marlon in the fight, but I... I would not be surprised one bit if Cejudo upsets him or if Cejudo just puts up an amazing fight. On the flip side, I wouldn't be surprised if this thing ends in an instant. Like we're watching, it's an amazing battle, and then boom, something happens. I'm expecting an amazing fight. I think it's a very skillful fight on both sides. Like they really are skillful. This this fight may play out differently if they were at 125. So this fight could play out differently now that they're at 135. And I think that's fair to state because weight classes matter. And there's there's no dog in Cejudo to want to be great. I'll tell you that right now. If he goes up and loses, hey, listen, the kid is trying to be great. A lot of fighters don't want to do what he's doing. He's talked a big game and he's backed it up. The same thing with when he talked against Dillashaw and said what he was going to do. He did it. So he thinks that he's able to be champ, champ, be great, and he's trying for it. I have mad respect for anybody who's going to do that. It just could be a step too far. It really could. And when you look at this on paper, they match up so well, man. They do things so well, but in different ways. Like I said, even grappling, you could say they're both amazing grapplers. They just do it a different way. Even with the striking. Cejudo was never even considered a striker, and now you have to fear the power especially at 25 again question marks at 35 can he bring it can he do it i guess we'll see but overall i think it's going to be an amazing fight i really would highly suggest 
if you've capped it the way I've capped it, where you see strengths and weaknesses and good matchups, and it really probably could come down to the weight, so you have questions about that. If you were able to get that nice 105 line, man, kudos, props, good. I think I think you will cash. Even at the minus 170, you might want to throw a little sprinkle on there. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the fights. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.